We've been in this pandemic for far longer than any of us really imagined, and I was trying to think of a way to be helpful and provide some resources to those of you who are looking for work because things can feel really scary and hopeless right now. So I've reached out to three extremely knowledgeable individuals to build this four episode series all about looking for work during a pandemic. So we're just going to call this the pandemic job hunt series. This isn't just for those of you who might be out of work. There's also advice for those of you who are just looking to make a move in your career. We have advice on using LinkedIn successfully, creating a cover letter that works and asking to be paid what you're worth. So let's pop into the first episode of our pandemic job hunt series. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. And I'm sure you're all aware right now what's going on in the world with the pandemic. It's taken a huge toll on our economy and with it, the job market as well. I know a lot of us are looking around like if we were even thinking of looking for another job or maybe looking to make a career change, is that even a possibility right now? So I thought I'd bring in one of the most knowledgeable people I know on the subject to have this conversation. That is Mr. Rich Jones of Paychecks and Balances. How's it going? It's going well, man. I know we're talking. I'm going to go on a a Peloton ride after we finish having this conversation today. And I drank my little pre-workout. So I just felt the pins and needles and tingling start happening. So (laughs) hopefully I don't get too amped while we're talking. I mean, if you can get amped about talking for looking for a job, I will appreciate it. So thank you for uh, energizing yourself before we do this this conversation right here. No doubt. For those of you who don't know, I already mentioned Rich's whole stuff, uh, Paychecks Balances, which is one of my favorite shows. Actually, one of the first finance shows I got into before I even started Popcorn Finance. He also works or has worked as a professional recruiter for one of the largest corporations in the world, Google, uh, for what, over 10 <laughs> years or nearly 10 years, basically. So you have experience in this realm. This is your area. This is your wheelhouse to talk about looking for work. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in uh, staffing in some capacity for 10 plus years. So I was a headhunter from 2008 to 2010 at a tech staffing firm in Boston. And then I was an HR generalist slash recruiter at a nonprofit for a few years. Then I was a staffing lead at a tech startup. And then I did recruiting at Google for uh, five years before making a career change. And now I'm an internal communications specialist. So the best of both worlds where I'm bringing in a lot of the stuff that I do outside of work, but then also combining uh, my staffing experience because I'm an internal communications specialist for Google staffing organization, which is pretty cool. So all that means to me is that you know what you're talking about. I just hear a lot of, okay, I'm asking the right person. I know a little something, something. <laughs> I know a little something, something. Well, I'm going to throw a hard question at you then right off the bat. Are there really any job opportunities out there right now? Because I know a lot of people are thinking like, I've seen all the people on unemployment. I see the numbers in the news. Is it really a realistic thing to be looking for a job right now? Short answer, yes. I've heard this misconception a lot. So here's the thing. There are a lot of people who are being laid off. There are a lot of people who are in between roles longer than expected. But there's Mm -hmm. still also a lot of opportunity out there. There are still updates being posted on my LinkedIn feed about people changing jobs, changing roles all the time. So Mm -hmm. there's very much opportunities. Google is still 
very actively hiring. Companies still have to produce whatever it is that they need to produce. So while they may be doing it with fewer resources, even companies that are laying people off, they're still hiring for positions that fit within whatever the direction is that they're going forward. So there are opportunities out there. Don't let this this situation that we're in become a, oh, nothing's there because I'm still seeing new opportunities. I'm still getting contacted about opportunities. And I'm sure a lot of us are getting hit up on the LinkedIn about new opportunities that are out there. So don't get it twisted. Okay. That's good to know. That, that is good to know. Cause it can be discouraging when you see how you know bleak the news is. You're just like, well, I guess the world's just shut down. I might as well just stay at this job. I'm not liking and just call it a day. But so that's good to know. There are possibilities for new work out there. So in this environment, how has the process for looking for a job changed? One thing that's different now is, particularly in the interview process, is that everything is virtual. Or for a lot of companies, everything is virtual because people aren't going back into the office yet. So previously it would be, okay, you have a phone interview, then you go in for an on-site and you know you freshen up your shoes. Or if you're in tech, <laughs> you put on your jeans that aren't ripped and you go in for the interview. Whereas now, even that on-site interview is virtual. So it's kind of like having, Mm -hmm. you know, however many four, five, six phone interviews or video interviews, which I actually think can work in people's favor because depending on what your personality is like, you know, I see uh, an interview from home as an open book test in a way. You know, I got two screens Mm -hmm. set up. So on one screen, I got my resume, my key talking points. On the other screen, I got the person that I'm talking to. And a lot of the other things around job searching have not changed that much. I actually think as far as how people go about promoting themselves has gotten a little bit easier during Mm. hashtag these times. (laughs) Why why is that? Why do you think that that it's gotten easier? Well, because so many people are looking and it's understand that, that the world of work is changing. And so, for example, under normal circumstances, and maybe we are living it in the new normal it wouldn't have made sense to be like, hey, y'all, I'm looking for new opportunities. Or let me let me not say it wouldn't have made sense, but it was more frowned upon to blast to your network that you're looking for new opportunities versus doing that mm-hmm. more stealth mode. Whereas now people know that a lot of folks are being laid off. People know that a lot of folks are out here looking for opportunities. So it's actually a lot more acceptable to say, hey, I've been negatively impacted. Maybe you don't put the word negatively or, hey, I'm looking for a, a new role. And to blast that out to your network, which I think is really important because that gets you on people's minds. So uh, Mm, I think about a a change that I made when I made the move to the nonprofit in 2010, I hadn't blasted it out to my network widely, but there were people that I told I'm looking to make a move to more of a HR journalist position that also has recruiting responsibilities. And how I ended up getting that role is when somebody heard that a position was opening at their company, they thought of me, they referred me, I went through the process. So that being able to share it with more people and it not be frowned upon, now is the time to say, hey, I'm looking. And it's also easier to network where you don't need to wait for some in-person networking event. Everything is virtual right now. So being able to connect with people and have a conversation over Zoom, Skype, uh, Google Hangouts, Google Meet, I got to mention that because that's where I work. <laughs> it's a lot more acceptable and normal to have these virtual conversations versus what was previously, let's schedule this coffee chat because ain't nobody trying to go out there and get that coffee, especially right now, or at least you know, not without their uh, mask on. So it is a little bit easier to have some of these conversations because uh, the burden of setting those conversations up is lighter since we're all doing it from home. And that's children, family, background noise stuff aside. Hmm. That's that's a good insight into that because you're right, because I think everyone's used to what the reality is right now. So everyone's going to be a little more understanding 
of your situation and maybe where you're at than before where maybe someone's like, oh, they're very unprofessional. They're like, oh, no, I know how it is because my kid's screaming in the other room right now. So it's uh, we're on the same playing field right now. Exactly. And people want to help people who are employed and people who are in fortunate positions. I mean, I think people like us, people who listen to your podcast, ultimately, we all want to help people and we realize we can't help the world and boil the ocean. But when I see people looking or people in my network, my first thing is what can I do? And even if I'm not the person that can help them, I do think about who I could potentially connect them to that would be able to help move them along. I mean, I've even uh, referred someone into Google because they posted on Twitter that they were looking for a new role. Someone tagged me into the tweet. I looked the person's LinkedIn profile up. I saw that they were super thorough about everything that they'd done. I had a conversation with them and they ended up getting an interview. And now it's just from them just posting on Twitter. Hey, I'm thinking about an opportunity at Google. Does anybody know anyone? And I was happy to to jump in and, and help this person out. But I helped them out because they had their stuff together. And it wasn't mm-hmm. just a I need to get a job or I need a job. It was a, I am looking at this particular opportunity. I've kept my stuff up to date. My resume is in good shape. And so I was inclined to help that person because they were trying to help themselves first. Today's bag of popcorn is brought to you all by H&R Block, who is here to help you make tax season a little bit less stressful this year. And if you're like me, you're not ever looking forward to doing your taxes. There's not a circumstance under which I've been, you know what, I would love to sit down and go through all my paperwork <laughs> and file my taxes this year. It just doesn't happen. So with H&R Block, filing your taxes does not have to be hard. Whether you want someone to do your taxes for you, you're like, get this out of my hands. I don't ever want to look at this paperwork again, or you're doing it yourself and you just need a little bit of help. H&R Block is available to answer a quick question, check your work or do all the work for you. So if you decided you're going to tackle your taxes on your own this year, no worries. H&R Block's experienced tax professionals are standing by to help. They can help you via screen share or on-demand chat. Or if you're like, you know what? I'm not even touching this. I want a tax professional to help me. H&R Block has you covered. Even during a pandemic, they have options to help you feel comfortable. You can just drop your documents off at a local office and they'll do the rest for you. You just review and approve online. So to learn more and get the tax help you need and get 20% off your online tax filing, head to hrblock.com slash popcorn. Again, that's hrblock.com slash popcorn. What are some more tips that you have for people who are approaching this process of looking for work right now? Yeah, where I think a lot of folks potentially miss out on opportunities that, you know, you've got to think like a recruiter. And by that, I mean, make sure that your LinkedIn profile, all those various profiles that are relevant to your industry are up to date, because it's not just about the positions that you see posted and that you submit your resume to, which you do want to tailor your resume for the positions that you're applying to. But there are very much still recruiters who are out there searching for folks, running searches on LinkedIn, running searches on Google and looking for people. And for a lot of those opportunities, these are positions that may not even be posted publicly. By not having your profiles updated, you're potentially missing out on opportunities that you didn't even know exist. So when you look on like a LinkedIn and you see 10, 15 people, 20 people have viewed your profile, those could be recruiters. And depending on what their settings are, you can see if if that's a hiring manager or if that's a recruiter at another company. So you know, making sure that in your headline on LinkedIn, you don't want to put looking for work. 
Now, <laughs> that's because that's then the first thing that a, a recruiter sees when your profile comes up in the search results, which might sound contradictory to what I was saying earlier about sharing with your network. But it's one thing to share a social post with your network that you're looking. It's, it's another thing to put in your headline, which is valuable real estate that you're looking for work or need job now. What a recruiter wants to do is is get as quickly as possible to the person or the type of profile that they're looking for to fill the role that they need. So think of it very much like a Google search. When you search something in Google and you see the results come up, you click on you usually click on the first thing that's most relevant to whatever it is that you're looking for. So if I run a search as a recruiter and let's say I'm going to use myself for an example, let's say uh, I'm looking for an HR professional and I'm searching for general terms that might be that job at particular companies. So an HR generalist, if I run a search for HR generalist and HR professional and then I get a bunch of profiles that come up. I'm going to be looking at what their recent title is. I'm going to be looking at what their headline is. And if it's something completely off, I'm just going to continue to move on through the search until I find people or until I find exactly what it is that I'm looking for. So it's really important right now that when you're optimizing your profiles, particularly if you work somewhere that has funky job titles that aren't the industry standard. (laughs) Yeah, I've been in those places. Yeah, it is okay to update your title to something that is more representative and more common of what you would see in the industry. So if you're an accountant, you want to say that you're an accountant, not a money ninja, not a <laughs> somebody. And, and, you, and you've probably seen some of these things. So even, have. even when I was an HR generalist, my formal title at the company was talent associate. But like, what does that really mean? Mm. You know? Yeah, exactly. So when I posted on or when I updated my profile on LinkedIn, I switched that to HR generalist and recruiter so that if a recruiter was searching for an HR generalist or a recruiter, my profile mm. was more likely to come up. And I think that that's a really critical difference right now is that especially in this virtual environment and people just spending more time at their computers that you're keeping your profiles up to date and you're keeping them optimized, not just for the role you do today, but ultimately for the role that you want to move into. That is great advice. Right? That's, that's, I'm, I'm just like wrapping my head around this. Like so many times I have either put a very basic title that didn't really make a lot of sense, or I've seen other people with crazy titles out there. And it makes sense that people, if they're looking for potential hires, new hires, they're going to be looking for people who have experience in those roles. And if you put something crazy or something that doesn't make sense, they're not going to find you. So that, Yeah. And I'll give one other tip that I found really helpful, particularly with LinkedIn. And I like to think of LinkedIn as a career consultant in a lot of ways, particularly if you're thinking about making a career change or even your next role. Part of what you want to identify is what your transferable skills are. Hmm. A lot of people struggle with that because they don't even know what they're trying to move to and how to map those transferable skills. So if you're looking for a role, I encourage people to go on a site like a LinkedIn, find people who are currently in that position to see what their actual responsibilities are. But beyond their actual responsibilities, you want to look at what they've done in the past to set them up to be able to move into that role. Uh. Yeah. And then what you do is you start kind of dumping out all the various things that you've done. And even if you don't have that exact experience, how can you take what you have done and get it to map to a similar profile of people who've actually made that move or people have been successful in terms of moving into that role. So don't sleep on being able to look at people's profiles, stalk them a little bit online to understand their journey so you can figure out how to map yours to what they've done in the past to set you up for where you ultimately want to go. Oh, man, I love that. That's like some uh, reverse engineering there. Like I'm going to work backwards to get to that role where they are. Rich, these were some great tips. I really appreciate this. I want to keep asking more questions, but I know you got to get to your ride and get that workout in. So before we go, 
Can you let people know what's going on over at Paychecks and Balances? How can people reach out to you if they want to learn more from you or maybe just say hi? Yeah. So uh, Paychecks and Balances just kicked off season two. So this season, we're going to a biweekly or twice a month format. So every other week, which is freeing up some time for me to work on a course. So I am creating a course on how to change your day job. It's an audio course. And then I'm going to have something else that I'm going to be working on after that. And then in terms of getting in contact with me, you can follow Paychecks and Balances on the gram and Twitter <laughs> at PayBalances. Uh, if you want to follow my individual accounts, you can find me at I am Rich Jones. And yeah, happy to help however I can, regularly answering uh, career questions, personal finance questions. And you can also look me up, follow me on LinkedIn. I've started sharing a lot more content there as well. But uh, really, man, just trying to connect the dots between careers and money and how good career decisions lead to good financial outcomes. Hmm. I'll put all that into the show notes. You're a great resource. I always love hearing what you have to say over there. So I appreciate you coming on, sharing some of your knowledge and uh, yeah, hope you have a good workout. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate it, man, because I'm about to have this bag of popcorn afterwards. That's the only way to celebrate a good workout, man. That's the only way. (laughs) And I wanted to say thank you to all of you for coming back and joining us here for another bag of popcorn. Make sure you come back next week for episode two in our pandemic job hunt series where we're going to be discussing cover letters. Let me just tell you, I have never been a fan of writing cover letters. It's always been a source of stress when I've been applying for jobs. But next week's guest really broke it down and made this feel like a much simpler and easier to tackle process. Also, come over and join me on Instagram. Look for at Popcorn Finance Podcast. I'm going to be doing a special giveaway this week. So you're going to want to come over, give me a follow, keep an eye on the feed because I'll be putting out details on how you can win a special prize package. So as always, I appreciate you joining us here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.